This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Garfield Bowen. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today I have the pleasure of introducing Good Neighbor, Dr. Ellis Christian with Anley Cardiovascular. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. We are excited to learn all about you and your business. Now, I mean, you're a doctor and we got cardio before your company name. What okay. exactly do you do there? So I'm a cardio, I'm a doctor that specializes in cardiovascular diseases. So it's not, it, well, the heart is a focal point. It's also the vascular system. So um, we take care of anything from chest discomfort to palpitations and we leave the chest area and we go as low as the legs. So anytime, anytime somebody has cramping in their legs, which can be secondary to blockages, we call that peripheral vascular disease. Um, uh, I'm the type of specialist that's able to uh, do a procedure where we can go in through your femoral artery or an artery in your wrist if we can go in and open up blockages. So we take care of patients um, from an outpatient medicinal perspective. So we give you medications uh, for chest discomfort or high blood pressure um, to the very end where if we need to go in to open up blockages, um, what we call from an endovascular perspective, we can do that as well. So uh, that, that, that explains the cardiovascular uh, and the anally cardiovascular. You know, we have an older population here in, um, right. in Florida, Port St. Lucie, area and uh we uh really appreciate you because yeah. you know as you get older the heart even though i know a lot of younger people are now are are having heart issues but Correct. um that's one of the things that i i know i have a, uh, a mother that's up in age now that you know we're dealing with that too so that's very much appreciated and you know I, and uh, a lot of time is along wait times but so i know yeah. you're in high demand so i'm happy to have you with me um, yeah and, and cardiovascular cardiovascular disease is twofold now right before we thought it was just a disease of aging which it does and even though as as much as people take care of themselves um you know cholesterol and plaque just tends to sediment over time you know and the, the longer you live the more it happens so it's uh, eventually everybody has some amount of cardiovascular disease it just doesn't reach that critical threshold and on the on the other side, we have a, a a rising population, my generation actually, who you know exposed to whatever type of nutrition throughout our generation that has accelerated that cardiovascular disease process. Um, so you're right, we're, you know, we're getting patients from both ends uh, at, a, at, a, at a, a higher incidence. I'd say. Okay, and you you can you can get us all straightened out. Okay. Yes, that's, and yes, and, and, and I'm here to help you. I'm here to take care of you. Let me ask you: How, how did you get into this business? You know, I um, I know you probably had good grades in school, and somebody saw you in fourth grade and said, "You told your mother you're going to be a doctor, right?" Yeah. Well, you know. I, I, I'm I'm an undecided person, and when I went to college, I thought I'll probably be a science teacher. Um, but one thing I did do was kind of make sure and hang around people who had their head on, uh, good character, uh, who were rather ambitious. And you know, you, you hang around them, and you start to fall in line in the, the different clubs that they're in, and then you you pick up. You know, you know, I like 
I like helping people. I like making people feel better. I like the study of medicine. I like the study of the body. Uh, and they say, well, why don't you come with me and join me in this pre-health club? And then you're in the pre-health club and it just, it just escalates from there. Um, and, you know, uh, competitively, I'm an athlete. I love to play basketball and baseball, soccer. And I took it as a challenge, uh, the difficulty in it. Um, uh, as far as uh, understanding the wide scope from science to understanding how the body works. Uh, so it kind of it, it fell on my lap and, and I ran with it. Thanks. Thank God for that, because yeah. I, I, I did my little accounting and, and, and little marketing. And uh, yeah. but I could imagine the years of school and the amount of papers you had to write. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about some of the myths and misconceptions in yeah. your industry. Certainly. So some of the myths, I would say um, it's a little ironic, but a lot of times people encounter medical providers who they don't think are compassionate, but I think we're all incredib incredibly compassionate. And, you know, in order for us to have, got, to have gotten here at, at this to this point, um, you know, it was a dedication to the service that we're doing. Unfortunately, I think sometimes in the industry, when it meets the corporate world, uh, you know, sometimes it 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 um, it can it can harden some people. Um, but I think you know the vast majority of doctors that I've come to encounter encounter with are compassionate people. Uh, we're caring. You know, uh, you know. I don't think everybody's as money hungry as some people may consider. But you know, we're, we're when we go home, we have patients on our mind. Uh, we lose sleep thinking about patients the next for the next day, especially when we have to do procedures. We're constantly thinking about patients. Uh, but uh, I think as far as an industry, we're a group of very compassionate individuals. I don't know if you want to weigh in on this. I guess this is like a little pet pee of mine. But okay. I tell my mother when I take her to the doctors that there are two types of doctors. The one that wants to make sure you feel good mm -hmm. and the one that want to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rough you up a little bit, you know. Yeah. I mean? so well, I think you don't, have, you don't have to comment on that if you don't want to, but I'm no, putting okay. it out there. It's okay. I think it's a happy medium. I think the reality of our industry and what we do is uh, we have to give reassuring news or not reassuring news. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's all in a matter of how do we deliver it, right? So if, if somebody has an issue, let's say we did a test and we discovered that somebody has a major blockage, for example. You know, we don't you don't go go out and say, listen, you have a blockage that can kill you if you don't do this procedure. You know, that's sort of it's just how you lay it out. You know, I think um, uh, how you deliver the, the, the news and, and let them know what you can do. You know, even if there's an issue, I think there's a lot of reassurance in knowing that there's a, a way or a method that in which we can resolve this. So, you know, I usually convert that, you know, you have a, a really bad blockage and this is something that we need to take care of as soon as possible. Uh, there's something that we can do. It has a very high success rate. Um, I don't want you to lose any sleep over this. You know, this didn't develop overnight. This took years to develop. So, you know, it's sort of along that line. And then there's there's the alarmist type of, of, of news spreader. Uh, and the, the intent on both is to communicate the seriousness of the matter, because in, in you understanding the seriousness of the matter, it allows you to behave a, a accordingly, right? So I need to take care of this. This is not something that I can wait too long about uh, to, to deal with. 
it's not like a, a cavity or something that you can let months or, or years go by. Uh, so I just think it's how we deliver. And, you know, we're all human beings. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, again, the, the, the word compassionate is is there. You, 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 how would you want to be delivered that news? And that's and that's how I practice my medicine. Do you see patients that have issues or if someone has a concern, can they just see you for preventative? Oh, yeah. Anybody, you know, um, if you have known issues, if you think you might have issues, if you want to stay on the right side of things, um, I see everybody. You know, uh, our job is comprehensive. We, we want to keep you out of our, our operating room so we, we can do that. We can educate. Uh, and if we have to intervene, we can intervene as well. Okay. Uh, I mean, when you're not um, doctoring, yeah. what do you like to do for fun? I, I got two beautiful kids and a beautiful wife. Um, you know, uh, if, if if I'm not taking care of patients, I'm doing something with my kids. You know, if we're going to soccer practice, if we're on uh, the playground for planting, um, you know, or just watching a movie, um, you know, my happiest times is when I'm around my family. I know you said a little bit about basketball. I know we have the NBA finals coming yeah. up now. Who, 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 who's your pick? Uh, Miami, man. Oh, Miami. Miami. Okay. Yeah, that's, okay. That's my all team. Right, all right. I'm rooting hard for them. <laughs> let's, let's change gears a little bit. Yeah. Um, life often throws us curveballs. So let's talk about one um, hardship, life challenge, something that yeah. you rose above and uh, could look back yeah. now until you're better and stronger for it. What comes yeah. to mind? Uh, my father. Uh, my father's my biggest cheerleader. He's a source of strength for me. And, um, you know, oftentimes throughout my journey, I have to figure out a way to keep that, that fuel going to, to succeed, that competitive drive. And, um, you know, always trying to make him proud or to show him that he did a great job raising his kids. I was, you know, always wanted to you know, uh, be successful. Um, or at least whenever I, whenever I was successful, he was the first person I wanted to share that news with, or mm -hmm. etc. Um, we have we talk we talked every day. We have a really t close relationship, and you know, my first year of cardiology fellowship, um, he died suddenly. Uh, wow! And it was actually the day after I got the news that I passed my general medicine boards, and I tried calling him that night and didn't pick up. So I said, you know, I'll just call him again tomorrow morning. And then the next morning I got a phone call at around 6.30 in the morning that he passed away unexpectedly. He's a healthy guy, mowing the lawn, you know, pushed my lawnmower on his own. Um, and that, that, that hurt. That was a big blow, you know, and um, uh, uh, when you lose someone that important, someone that you look up to that much, someone that um, you, uh, you you attach your success to, um, it it goes away and it has you trying to pick up the pieces, the cliche term, trying to pick up the pieces, so to speak. Um, but when you reflect more and you, and you move along the grieving process, you remember the principles that he taught you and why he did it. You know, he never wanted me to be successful just to make him proud. He wanted me to be successful to fulfill whatever it is my 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 destiny in life was, right? Mm -hmm. to, to the highest degree, and you know, you know, he'll he'll cheer me along. Um, so when I got to that understanding, 
and also, you know, having kids and having kids to look up to me now, I'm that same figure. Um, it sort of transformed that philosophy, that thinking into um, a, a fuel that has a, that it, that is self-sustaining. You know, um, mm -hmm. you know, you're you're here to do one man's job upstairs, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and and that is uh, a sustaining fuel. Uh, so, mm -hmm. uh, while his his presence in life fuel me up to that point. Um, his departure, uh, as traumatic as it was, allow me to evolve into a stronger being uh, to continue that mission. Yeah, that's tough. I lost my father seven years ago. Actually, that's why I'm here. It brought me here in Florida to be close to my mom so I can relate to a yeah. lot of the things yeah. that you, you just shared. Um, let, I'm going to try to see if you can narrow it down to one thing. I, I, I know your company does a lot, but one thing that you want our listeners to remember about Anley cardiovascular. Um, we are a comprehensive facility uh, center uh, that manages just about any symptom that you may have, uh, but mostly chest discomfort, shortness of breath, or difficulty walking. Um, uh, you know, it's usually something that is tied to the heart in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and we'd be happy to take care of you. And um, I know our listeners, are, I'm always excited when I have doctors here on the show because they have such a wealth of knowledge and yeah. uh, we don't do them justice cramming it into this short period of time. But for our listeners that want more, how could they learn more about Anley Cardiovascular? Well, one is you can come in and just talk to us. We're, we're, you know, we're, we have an open door policy. We're right across the street from Lawnwood, uh, what was previously Lawnwood Regional, now HCA Lawnwood. Um, that's where we are. You can visit us at anleycardio.com um, or you can give us a phone call at 772-302-3977. Well, Dr. Christian, I really appreciate you having your show. I wish you and your business the very best moving forward. It's been my privilege. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Port St. Lucie. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpportstlucie.com. That's gnpportstlucie.com. Or call 772-362-3840.